Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hey, welcome to the Impact Hour. We have a phenomenal show for you today. I am Rena, and today we are talking about meaningful connections with other people. And I trust that you're going to get a lot out of this show. You know, we can easily feel isolated or disconnected, even when there's a lot of people around us. We can feel that way. We can feel like people don't get us. And sometimes, you know, we're connecting with people, but it's, it's shallow, and it's, it's not very deep. And we don't get, really get to share the more meaningful parts of ourselves and that really leads to a sense of being disconnected. So today we're talking about cultivating meaningful connections with other people, and I'm going to be empowering you to take your interactions to a deeper level so that you can enjoy more meaningful connections with people. It's gonna be really cool, and I'm very excited about today's topic. So, and you will be too once you once you get a get an idea of this because it's going to be so beneficial for you in your life. Here is a basic premise that you need to understand. All people need to feel seen, heard, and understood. Everybody wants to be seen, heard, and understood. They want to know that people get them. This applies to everybody. And this is what we're talking about today is feeling seen, heard, and understood. Everybody needs this, including your spouse or significant other, your kids, co-workers, and employees, your friends, even potential clients. Everybody is going around moving through life, needing to have a sense of being understood by other people. So you can evaluate this for yourself and see if it's true. If you yourself need to feel seen, heard, and understood, how would you feel if somebody reflected back to you what you said so that you knew at least at a minimum that you were heard? How would you feel if someone said that they'd feel the same way if they were in your position? Or maybe if they said, hey, you know, that experience that you're having, that really makes sense to me. How would that feel? And how would it feel if somebody was able to identify for you what you're feeling? To notice in you the experience that you're having and be able to name that. Wouldn't you feel like they get you? And wouldn't that be awesome to have that kind of connection with other people? It reminds me a lot of when I had little kids. You know, my my two boys, uh, like... um, when the oldest was toddling around and he'd fall down and start to cry. And I'd pick him up and he'd be crying and I'd say, that was scary, wasn't it? And he'd look at me with wide eyes, just kind of nod his head. And next thing I know, he's squirming to get out of my arms because he wants down because he wants to go play. He was able to move through the emotions because I simply named it for him. He was seen and heard and understood in that moment. 
and it really helped him to move through what was, in that moment, a very difficult experience. And we're really not that different. We all want to be seen and heard and understood. So let's talk about how you can create more of a meaningful connection with people. You do that by helping people to feel seen and heard and understood. Help them know that you get them. And we're going to be diving deep into this today, going to be equipping you with some tools to help make that happen. Know that people really want validation. They want to know that their experience, what they're going through, is understandable to other people. It's really a, a deep desire that people have so that when we provide that for them, reflect back what they're going through and, and say it's quite reasonable and it makes sense, they feel like you get them. Okay, Lots and lots of value to that. And you can help to create this kind of meaningful connection with other people by asking questions to take people deeper. So a lot of times people will be sharing on more of a surface level, they share what's going on, and you can be the one to ask questions that takes it to more of an emotional level. I was at a gathering a few weeks ago and a woman was sharing at length about a difficult situation that she was going through. And she even used the word, it was a nightmare, which was pretty powerful. And I, I took the opportunity to kind of, I took a guess at, at how that would feel. You know, it sounds pretty overwhelming or it sounds really scary. And in that moment, the, the conversation dropped to a deeper level. And there was a certain connection between she and myself because I identified the feeling that she was feeling but not speaking. So sometimes we have to guess at what the feeling is. Other times we'll know. And it's okay to say that sounds, you know, sounds like you're angry. And it gives a person an opportunity to clarify, which is okay too, as long as, you know, you're not putting it on them, telling them how they're feeling um, and not giving them an opportunity to clarify. You can point out or reflect what people said. So that's, and, and I don't mean it like as a simple parroting back, you know, because that's like the most fundamental like social skills training. It's, it really goes deeper than that. Remembering that the point is for people, they want to they know that you understand what they're going through. So it's good to reflect back what you hear them saying to identify the feeling that they're feeling. For example, I hear you saying such and such. Um, it sounds to me like you're feeling, and then go ahead and, and take your guess or ask them, well, how is that for you? You know, somebody's going through what appears to be a difficult situation. You don't, you don't have to know exactly what it's like, but you can ask them, what's it like and how are they feeling and how are they doing with it? And I find that people tend to be really, really grateful for taking it to that level. You can watch for these opportunities to connect with people at a deeper level. And you may find that people will share something on a deeper level really quickly and then move past it. And, and to me, a lot of times it feels deliberate. They're, they're kind of like opening the window, you know, kind of exposing their heart, and they close it up real quick and kind of like run. And they're like, oh, I just shared of myself, you know, and it is scary. And, and um, 
So what I, I've actually been developing the skill of bringing the conversation back. So like, no joke, they'll, somebody will share, you know, and this was a really hard thing and I was feeling really sad and I was really upset, but it's okay now because da 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 and I'll bring it back. You know, I, I heard you say uh, that that was really hard for you and I'll just acknowledge it. It's simple. I heard that you, I heard you say that was difficult and I just wanted to acknowledge that that was a difficult experience. And like, seriously, I've had people be really, really thankful just for the acknowledgement and bringing it there. And that's kind of a form of leadership, being able to take a conversation um, to that level. So encourage you to work on that and try that out. When somebody expresses their heart to you, I want you to make it a top priority to help them to feel seen and heard and understood so that you can have that meaningful connection and so that they can feel valued. It's an opportunity when it comes. And it might not be convenient for you for what you're doing in the moment. It wasn't what you had planned and boom, here's this person having an emotional experience in front of you. And I want to tell you that that's an honor. And it's really important to acknowledge it, work with it, let them move through that and share that with you and they will be blessed because of it and so will you and you'll be able to experience more of that meaningful connection that I'm figuring you're probably wanting more of in your life as well. Awesome. So watch how people respond when you um, reflect back to them what's going on and kind of share you know what 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 you're noticing in them for their feelings and stuff what I find is people like visibly relax it's like their their body kind of goes you know sinks down just a little bit their breathing changes and it's like they're relieved it's like oh somebody gets me it's such a deep need that we all have so give it a try check it out and and like I said I think you're going to find that people are really grateful for the opportunity to actually be seen and heard and understood. And we're gonna talk when we come back from break about how to cultivate this as a practice. It is a practice and there's learning and there's certain tools that you'll be able to practice. And I'm excited to share those with you. For example, I want you to know that I'm a stand for making people aware of their impact. And I want you to know that how you're showing up is going to be affecting other people. It's gonna be affecting what kind of connections that you have with other people. So it's really important, and uh, we'll talk about this a little bit more when we come back from break. But very, very important to know where you're coming from because that'll affect how other people are experiencing you. So we're going to go into a break right now, and you are listening to the Impact Hour.
What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today, we are talking about meaningful connections and how you can have better, deeper connections with other people. I was saying right before break, I really am a stand for waking people up to their impact so they know how they're affecting other people. It's a, an essential key to have a positive impact to know really how you're showing up, okay? So it's really a practice to become more and more aware of how, how you're showing up, how other people are experiencing you. And it's a practice that you can cultivate over time. Really, it's, it takes being deliberate and asking yourself, what, what is their experience of me? What's it like to be in relationship with me? And I love pointing out that whatever you're experiencing in your relationship, it's something that you've helped to create. At a minimum, you've contributed to it. In some ways, a lot of ways, you may have caused it. And coming from that place of being responsible for your relationships will be very empowering for you to be able to shift and have the kind of relationships that you want. It takes that being aware of what it's like interacting with you um, to be able to shift it and to make it be able to get make it make the results in the relationship more what you want it to be. And when I'm talking about taking responsibility for what you're getting in your relationship, it can look a lot of different ways. It can look like, how have I allowed this pattern to continue? How did I help to create this pattern in the first place? Where was I not doing something? Where was I creating a vacuum so that the other person stepped in in a way that I really am not liking right now? Know that your emotions totally influence people's reactions, okay? where yeah what you're feeling in the moment will totally affect other people and it will affect the relationships so knowing your emotions is going to be really important now most people really aren't aware of this on this level in fact a lot of times because i i say i'm a stand for waking people up to their impact and i I start talking to people about it and people like gee wow you know i've never really thought about that but it's neat because i also get people come back to me and say hey because of what you said i was really aware of what i was what i was saying and what i was doing and how it was affecting the other people and that totally gives me hope (laughs) 
<laughs> that we can become more and more aware. And I would love to say that I've arrived, that I'm like always aware of how I'm affecting other people. And sometimes I'm also still stuck in, you know, whatever I've got going on and I'm not really paying attention um, in the way that I could. So it is a practice to cultivate, to, to really try and, and continue to work on, to see yourself through the eyes of other people to ask what it's like to be in relationship with you. And most people really will never go there. So this will help to make you exceptional. In the show, we're always talking about how you can have more and more of a positive impact. Well, knowing how you're affecting other people is absolutely foundational in having a positive impact because otherwise, what we get is an accidental negative impact. And without the awareness, we won't even have the opportunity to shift it. This is an opportunity for you to create a curiosity mindset. Curiosity is a great place to come from. It opens up all kinds of options and possibilities and helps us see things we wouldn't have seen otherwise. When we are being curious, we can ask, how did I contribute? How did I help to create what I'm experiencing in my relationship right now. And that's a powerful place to come from because it gives you the opportunity to make some changes so you get the relationships that you're wanting, including the deeper connections, the more meaningful connections that you're wanting with other people. So let's hang out here for a little while. The first step is really knowing what's going on inside of you. Oh, this is totally a practice totally a practice to, to what thoughts and feelings do you have going on this is what we call your beingness how you're showing up how people are experiencing you really comes from primarily from what you're thinking and what you're feeling now the truth is that your thoughts determine your feelings sometimes it feels like feelings have total life of their own, right? They pop in out of nowhere, but actually feelings don't come from out of nowhere. They come from thoughts that we're having, which I absolutely love because it opens up the possibility of shifting our feelings by shifting our thoughts. And I want you to know that your feelings, your which are determined by your thoughts, they will come through in your interactions with people. Whatever you're feeling will will come through even if you don't want it to and it affects the connection that you have with other people <clears throat> we had we did a radio show it, it's been it's been a few months but we have all of our show recordings up at the impacthour.com and there was a show called what does that mean and I keep referring back to it I think it must be one of my favorites because I really dove deep into what we're thinking and why we're thinking it and shifting what we're thinking. Because like I said, when we shift what we're thinking, we shift our feelings. It's a very powerful place to come through and it's a, from, and it's a great way to move through life, to have more control over what we're thinking and therefore what we're feeling. So when you choose to change your thoughts, you will change your feelings. 
I want you to consider how some of these feelings like would totally come through in a conversation even though you weren't intending it to. Okay, I, I know this um, from experience, <laughs> even though it wasn't what I wanted. So imagine if you're judging somebody. And when I say judging somebody, I mean you, you make something wrong, something they said or did or who they are, you know, whatever. You're making something wrong. And I've done that and had a real mess to clean up. I was just so um, judging, and, and then there was some anger that came in there, and I really had quite a mess to clean up because those feelings seep through and affect other people. If you can imagine interacting with somebody and they're mad at you, how's that going to affect you? That's totally going to affect uh, your connection with that person. Judgment and resentment and anger, I can guarantee you they will show up through, through how you're being and other people will experience that. It will affect other people if you're showing up in judgment or resentment or anger. Like I said, I know that one from experience. Similarly, if you're coming from a place of being distracted or impatient, imagine how that's going to affect the other person. How would you feel if you were talking to somebody and they're looking at their phone and they're kind of only half paying attention to what you're saying? And you think about the kind of messages that that gives. To me, that would say, you know, yeah, you're not that important. You know, I'm really more important interested in what I got going over here on my phone you know maybe I missed a text or a call and you know that doesn't feel good or somebody who's really impatient being impatient because we're talking about beingness right that also gives a message to a person that they're unimportant I remember distinctly being at a networking event okay it's happened multiple times at networking events I'm talking to somebody and I feel them disengage I'm legally blind, so there's a lot of details that I miss, but I still pick up on on some visual cues. So I'm standing there, and and it's so not subtle. Their head is, like, looking around, no longer really talking with me. I mean, their mouth might be moving, and words are coming out, but they're not really talking with me. They're looking at who do they want to talk to in the room, and clearly it's not me. And if that's you... If you're doing that, know that that's affecting other people because of the message that it's giving them. Now, I want you to compare that to what it would be like to be interested in somebody, curious what's going on with them, come from a place of compassion. That kind of beingness coming from that kind of place has a really positive impact on people, helps people to feel valued and understood. So that's the kind of beingness that we're shooting for. I'll be honest and straightforward. Becoming more and more aware of your impact can be uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable when you understand that you've had that kind of effect on people that you didn't intend to have and it wasn't the positive experience that you were hoping for. But it's empowering because once you know that, you can shift it and then you can have better connections with people. In fact, you can become more and more the kind of person that people want to be around. And I will be getting into how you can do that in a little bit. I want you to know that compassion and empathy are key. 
you can ask yourself, how would you feel if you were in that similar situation that you have somebody sharing with you? And that can lead to a sense of connection. Now, if you're the one sharing, I want you to be aware of your impact again. They, they have a term for it because it's so common, TMI, too much information. So you'll need to be aware of how what you're sharing is affecting other people and that'll help to lend to create more of a sense of connection with people when we come back for you i have something very special called holding space and it's almost like a gift that you can give other people to help them feel seen heard and understood so i want you to stay tuned you're listening to the impact hour Live life on purpose. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we are talking about having more meaningful connections with people. We are totally coming from a place of hope for you, for me, for everybody about really feeling more connected in a meaningful way with other people in our lives. This segment, I have an awesome topic. It's called holding space, which sounds perhaps a little mysterious if you're not familiar with it. In fact, it's something I didn't even know about a few years ago. A friend of mine introduced me, and then I hear it, I've learned it's really a part of the personal development world and some other places, too. I've seen some good articles online. Holding space is when you are really, really present for a person. And I love using that word present because it is really like a gift for them, but being fully available for them. And we'll talk more about what that looks like. My first experience with holding space, I had a dear friend. This was a lot of years ago, and I was struggling with something or other. I have no idea what at this point. And asked her if I could, you know, talk to her about it. And she's like, sure, I can hold space for you. And she kind of went around her room quickly, put some things away, kind of dimmed the lighting a little bit, like lit a candle and stuff, like kind of made her bed a little bit so we could, you know, relax um, sitting down there. And um, at first I thought it was about setting ambiance. In retrospect, I know that she was setting an environment where she wouldn't be distracted. Like she probably turned off her computer monitor. If she'd had a cell phone, she would have maybe put that on vibrate or turned it off to really be uninterrupted and distraction-free. And that was my first experience of having somebody deliberately hold space for me and be really, really present. When we're holding space for somebody, we're really listening to what they say. We're hearing what they say. And we reflect back to them what we hear so they know that we're tracking them they know that they're being understood we do not jump in and fix problems we don't try to fix the person make them stop feeling what they're feeling we simply let it be we also identify the emotions that they've got going on whether it's asking about it or reflecting it back or asking if we're understanding that this is what they're feeling. And we can validate the experience that they're having. 
say, you know, that's that's very reasonable to me, what I hear you saying. You know, I'd feel the same way if I was in that position. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. We don't jump in and say, yeah, you know, I've had an experience like that too. Just letting them, letting them be in the spotlight for a while. Gosh, people really, really desire that. I think that's part of being seen and heard and understood is having the attention on them when they need it. We're also not judging what they're saying, what they've done. We're just letting it be, not making it right or wrong. Holding space kind of assumes that there's value in experiencing emotions, that there's also value in expressing those emotions. It also assumes that there's gonna be value in the shift that comes from just working through the feelings and letting them be. And I've really found that to be true in experiencing emotions. As long as I'm not tied up in in the story in my head, if I'm just letting myself experience the feeling, it kind of subsides over time. And sometimes it can be a little scary. It feels like it might last forever, but they really don't. In fact, is it, when we're able to express the feeling, we're able to move through it. And what a gift to hold space for somebody so that they can move through that feeling and not have to be stuck there. Isn't that cool? Holding space has a lot of benefits. People feel seen and heard and understood. There's more of that sense of meaningful connection, and they're able to move through and shift those emotions so they don't say stay stuck in them. They feel valued and, yeah, just valued as a person. Oftentimes, as I mentioned before, they'll express gratitude for you being there for them in that way. In order to hold space, you've got to be aware of what's going on inside of them. So you've got to be present enough to really see what's going on inside of them. You're going to have to be aware of what's going on inside of you and manage your own feelings. This part that I'm going to go through next is really, really important. Whether you're holding space as a deliberate activity or whether you're just being there for somebody, you're there in front of, and somebody in front of you is having an emotional experience. I want you to know that you might as well expect that you're going to have your own emotional response just because you're with somebody who's expressing their, their feelings to you. It's okay. Trust me, it'll be okay if you let it be okay. It may be that you simply have an empathetic response. And that means that because you're with somebody who's feeling sad, you feel sad too. Go ahead and expect that. It could be that you see yourself in their position and experience the emotion as though you were in that position. It's kind of related to empathy. And it could be that them having their experience causes you to react in a certain way. So, for example, if somebody is sharing how they're feeling because someone did something that hurt their feelings or they were wronged in some way, it's normal for you to have an emotional reaction to that. Maybe you love that person. It really makes you angry that somebody went and hurt them 
in that way. And it'd be easy to jump into their boat <laughs> with them, be like, yeah, that's really messed up. I'll go kick his butt, man. That really makes me mad. And that's going to prevent them from processing through their emotions. That's why it's going to be so key for you to notice what's going on inside of yourself and be able to manage it. Trust me, this is something I'm really diving deep into myself right now and expanding my capacity to just really be with somebody and be able to manage my own experience that I'm having. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a really beautiful process when we're able to do it. We call it holding space because we're not letting our own feelings into that space. We're holding a special space for that person to have their experience without us muddying it up. So it's got a kind of a pristine feel to it. It's also very warm and kind of fuzzy. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing to have somebody do for us. And I love the idea of empowering you to hold space for other people. So we're not letting ourselves get caught up and though we're not pouring our own emotions into it and we're not judging and we're not trying to fix the feelings that they're having. So managing our own feelings, we can choose to just let the person have their own experience without changing it, knowing that there's benefit to them to simply move through the feelings and for us to not interfere with it. They will be better off because you held space for them and let them have their emotional experience without you interfering. Just you holding them their space for them so that they can do that has tremendous value. Encourage you to try it out and practice it. Practice it with your kids. Practice this with your spouse or significant other, with your friends. There are so many people who are dying to be seen and heard and understood. And this is a really powerful way of doing that. While you are in that process and you've got your own feelings going on inside of you, go ahead and affirm for yourself silently that your feelings are also reasonable and that you'll be able to process them later if you still need to. And there's a good chance that you won't really need to because um, it's just an emotion in the moment. So it's a skill to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, just letting your own feelings be and not act on them. And that's okay. <clears throat> Otherwise, if you do not manage your own emotions, and other peop the person in front of you is having their emotional experience, it'll be really, really easy to shut them down. I know because I've walked that path too. I've made this mistake on many occasions. So if we're feeling uncomfortable with the feelings that are coming up, not usually, it's really not about the feelings that they're having. It's about our, our feelings that we're experiencing in response. If we're feeling uncomfortable, really common response is to tell a joke and lighten it up. It's like, oh, thank God they're not upset anymore. You know, we don't even think about it. It's a natural response. So it's really retraining ourselves. We can also um, easily shut it down by trying to jump to a solution and fix the problem for them. Like we're so uncomfortable with them being upset, we want to jump to the solution. 
and sometimes we just I've had people tell me that's okay don't cry you're gonna make me cry and that's because people are uncomfortable with their own feelings so look for opportunities where you can hold space for people. It can be, you know, deliberate, set aside time. It can be just seeing that opportunity when somebody's bearing their heart to you and know that that's just a golden opportunity to really help them to feel seen, heard, and understood. Being present can be a regular choice that you make, kind of like a way of being. So watch for that opportunity, be present for them, and know that as you develop the practice of holding space for people, for being really present for people, you're gonna make some mistakes along the way and you will get better at it and people will benefit from it. So that's holding space. I've got some more really great stuff for you on meaningful connection when we come back for our break. So I want you to stay tuned. You are listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Hey, welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we are talking about having more meaningful connections with people. This is a passion of mine, so I am delighted to be sharing it with you today because I know it will positively impact your life and the lives of other people. I wanted to recap a little bit of what we've been talking about today. First premise is that people have a deep need to be seen, heard, and understood. Next, we need to cultivate an awareness of what's going on inside of us. It's absolutely key because how we're showing up, how we're being, will have an impact on other people. Next, we need to watch what's going on in other people. You need to be aware of what's going on inside of other people. And then we need to connect with these other people with what's going on inside of them. And when we express that to them that we understand what's going on inside of them, they will feel more deeply connected to us. And finally, part of that being aware of what's going on inside of us, we need to be able to shift or adjust our beingness, our thoughts and our feelings and how we're showing up so that we can have the desired impact on other people. I'm excited to let you know about some things that we've got coming up and no specific dates yet, but just wanna let you know what's in the work, in the works. 
John and I are Simply Great Lives. That's our business that we have together. The Impact Hour is an expression of our passion and our work in the world that we do in Simply Great Lives. And one of the things that we're planning on doing, you know, we have the impacthour.com website, and that's where we've got show recordings there that you can listen to. We want to add some forums. So this is something we're playing with because we would love to be able to communicate more with you. Every week we're here presenting information that we trust is, is really beneficial for you and other people and increasing your positive impact. And I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on with you. What's working? What's not working? Where are you struggling? Where would you like some more support, some more information? And so um, we can hear from you about what you, you know, got out of a show, any questions or comments. And because I'm recognizing some people are willing to call into a radio show and some people aren't. But we still want to be able to communicate with you. And I want you to know that I value that. Another thing we just had last week, our Live on Purpose seminar. And it was really cool. It was the first one that we've done. And what you do is you bring to it a goal that you want to work on in your life that you're kind of stuck on stuck in and you're not moving forward on it and we really provide some awesome tools to help you get unstuck and like I said we, we tend to go deeper so we're not looking at time management strategies we're looking at why are you holding yourself back in this you say it's important and you're not moving on it there's a good reason why so we help you look at that so you can make some adjustments in your thinking uh, so that you can get moving on that goal that's really important to you that was a lot of fun. So we'll be doing that again. I'm also developing um, a course or some courses on meaningful connections with people. This is something that I'm, I really care deeply about. And so I'm playing with some ideas of having some women's groups. Groups, a place where women can learn these kinds of skills that I've kind of been highlighting today and really go into applying them. So this would be a place where women could develop deeper connections with each other and be able to practice those skills that they're learning, really put them into practice. And talking about maybe John leading some men's groups where men could also have that more meaningful connection. Also playing with the idea of um, couples. I mean, how cool would it be to empower couples to really be present for each other? I think that could be a major change in a relationship. So that's exciting. And I'm looking at some ideas around salespeople and their beingness and how that's affecting other people. And um, networking too. Just being able to be somebody who's really present for other people. A lot of times we're taught to stand out by, you know, sending a card, a handwritten card to somebody we met in a networking event, or you call after this amount of time or send an email. And, and those strategies are all good. But you could stand out as being great by being really present with somebody when you're networking. So those are some ideas that we're playing with and developing some content on. And we'll let you know um, when we roll that out in case that you would like to participate. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about how we break meaningful connection because you need to be aware of this. Talking about how we can create it you got to know that you're also capable of breaking it. So let's take a look at that. First of all is if you're not aware that people have a need to be seen and heard and understood, you're just going to miss all those opportunities. 
Right. So that's, like I said, the foundation is really knowing that people have those needs. Another problem that is really common is that people are so intent on getting their own needs met that they're not present for other people in their lives. And the way this can look, I had a friend, this was a lot of years ago, and we'd get together on a weekly basis and we'd be talking and I'd share what's going on with me and consistently she would listen just enough to be able to relate to something that I said and, and she would commandeer the conversation and, and it would be like, oh yeah, I had something like that happen too. Da, 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 da. And then she'd go off and, and it would really um, be a lot of effort to get the conversation back again. And I very much did not feel seen or heard or understood because it was really all about her. <clears throat> and she was very much having a need to be seen and heard and understood. So actually, I have several wonderful friends in my life right now, and we kind of take turns holding space for each other. And, you know, we don't always call it that, and it's not that formal, um, but it's really being present while um, my friend processes through her stuff and her being present while I process through mine. So... Like I said, breaking connection happens when we're really focused on ourselves instead of on the other person. Breaking, we also break the connection with people when we're just feeling too uncomfortable uh, with their feelings and really more likely with our feelings that we're experiencing as a result. And um, I did this actually recently with a friend. I'd love to say it like I'm perfect and I never do this, uh, but a friend of mine called and she was really spinning out. And um, I really jumped to helping her to reframe the problem. I thought that she was not seeing it correctly. And um, we got off the phone, and, and she calmed down and everything. We got off the phone, and, and I was realizing, I'm like, oh, my gosh. All she really wanted was to be validated and to have those feelings you know, heard. And so I called her back, and when we got back in touch, she's like, no, no, that's exactly what I needed in that moment. I was, I was heading off into a meeting, and I needed to get out of those feelings. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because <laughs> I just, otherwise, I really just blew that. And uh, so we actually had a really good conversation about being able to, to be present for each other, because I have um, had the tendency to want to fix the problem especially when I see that somebody's suffering and I can fix it because I can provide a different frame of reference for them to see. So it's really great to be aware of that it's easy to want to jump into fixing it. And really what you can do, it, it's not that it's never okay to help a person fix a problem. It's just a matter of jumping to that too quickly, um, to just go ahead and let them experience some of their feelings, acknowledge it, validate it, you know, whatever you can do to help them to feel seen and heard and understood. And then it's okay to ask, would you like help solving this or would you like a different point of view? And asking permission is good. Realistically, a lot of people might not be able to say, no, you know, I really need to sit with this. So we actually might shut it down prematurely. So that is a risk in um, helping a person to solve the problem. You can always, yeah, like I said, you can reflect the feelings back and then ask if they're wanting to have a little bit different perspective and help to fix that problem. Because when people don't feel seen and heard 
and understood. They're going to feel isolated. They're going to feel disconnected. They're going to feel dissatisfied. And that's not what I reckon you're wanting to have for people in your life. That's not the kind of positive impact that you're wanting to have. So if you're wanting to have more meaningful connection in your life, you're going to need to share on more of a heart level, more of an emotional level. And I recognize that that level of transparency um, has a certain amount of vulnerability to it. So you'll want to pick people who are safe. You can kind of test the waters and check it out. You can also come from a more empowered place of asking for what you need. Say, hey, you know, I just needed to share some feelings on that. And if you really don't get much of a response, uh, you can say, you know, does that seem reasonable to you? And um, you might be able to get that. And kind of testing it out, you'll be able to see who really are the people who can be there for you and be present for you. That's really more of an empowered, responsible place to come from. So as we're starting to wrap up the show, I've got some thoughts for you. Having compassion for other people's experience is really core in having a connection with other people. Um, know that our experiences with people is really more similar than dissimilar. Everybody has hopes and dreams and fears. They have disappointments in life. They've had people who believed in them, people who didn't believe in them, people who tore them down. That's the human experience. And you can connect with people when you acknowledge that you've experienced something like that on a similar level. So I'm really glad for you to know this so you can go out and you can make more of a positive impact because you have what it takes to make a really big difference in the lives of other people. Thanks for listening to the Impact Hour.